Welcome, everybody, to the Patrick Car Show. Today, I am talking to roofing and solar contractors. Let me tell you what, we got a real treat here for you if you fall into that category. RoofCon is coming back to Orlando November the 9th through the 11th of this year. And today, we are talking about that conference, what you can expect, and why you need to be there. I got no other than Jenna Lawson right here, Director of Events for RoofCon. How are you doing, Jenna? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. I appreciate that. Um, so RoofCon, um, I think that the, the important thing is first, first of all, for somebody who doesn't know who Jenna Lawson is, let's first just get this down. You're our guest here. Where do you come from? How do you get involved being the director um, of events for a huge event like RoofCon? Yeah, so I'm from Greenville, South Carolina. I've lived there all my life. I'm originally from Spartanburg. Um, back in 2021, I graduated college in 2020. I was working as a social media marketing manager, and I was on LinkedIn, came across the marketing director position for Roofing Community. That was what we um, we were, Roofing Community before Roofing.com. Applied for that, somehow ended up as Hunter Ballou's assistant for two weeks. Uh, did absolutely nothing because he didn't know what to do with me. Um, stumbled upon the events manager role, um, having no events experience. Uh, took me about three months before RoofCon to learn it all. And now I'm the director of events. So it was really right place, the right time. And I've, I learned from uh, Michaela, who was uh, the director of events um, in the past. And uh, yeah, it was really just the right place, the right time. And I'm so grateful to be here. Very good. How long ago was that? That was going on two years ago, so I've um, been working with the company. I think June sixteenth will be my two years. Okay. So I want to I want to be I want to be director with you. I told you this off camera. I want to start this way, and I think it's fair to our audience here. Um, following RoofCon of last year, uh, this show was outspoken against some of the things that that we saw there at RoofCon, um, and I think that there were some other vendors, and they were somewhat outspoken. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I do believe it's important to understand. First, do you, as the director of events, did, did some things not happen like you thought they were going to happen last year? Number one. But then I think it's more important as we focus on this show is what are the solutions? What are we going to do now? So tell me a little bit. Um, you and I probably went through a little bit of a rocky relationship following RoofCon of last year. Um, and I want us to just kind of talk about what happened there. What are you doing now? Um, to, to make it better, to make it a more impactful conference. Talk to me a little bit about that. Year five. I mean, we have a lot to prove. We have a lot to make up for last year. Each year we want to get better and better. And I feel like with conferences, that's the beauty of a conference. You try something new. The next year you change it up. You make it 100% better. Um, last year we did something that we're not doing this year. Uh, we closed the expo floor at... Um, two o'clock, a lot earlier than what we um, what we're doing this year, and we were really trying to push the vendors um, to be able to enjoy the main stage speakers because we're known for our high caliber speakers that we bring in, like Tim Tebow, John Maxwell. Um, the previous year, that was something that we had heard from vendors was that they didn't get to enjoy the speakers. So we were we were trying to do something different. We were trying to give them the opportunity to be able to enjoy the conference side of the aspect, not just the trade show, but ultimately that's what the vendors are there for. They're there specifically for the trade show. So this year we're entirely switching gears. We're doing three full show days, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. We're leaving it open. The Chapman Theater, which is our main stage where industry speakers, panels, headliners, 
they're going to be starting at two o'clock. But we are keeping the expo floor open. We're not kicking anybody out. Um, if anyone tries to leave, we will lock you in there. I'm just kidding. I know I've been using that uh, that joke. But I last year it really affected me because I, you know, I was only 24 years old. I mean, I'm only 25 now, but I'd never done anything like that of that caliber before. And um, when I started that, you know, my goal was to make the vendors happy because that was my that was my uh, main job the previous year. And, you know, it devastated me when I knew that some of the vendors just did not have a good experience because I, I put everything I had into that conference coming from no events experience. Um, and it really affected me. But then, you know, I heard some of the vendors, they had the complete opposite experience. They had the, a great time. They liked that the expo floor closed. They were still able to get leads. They were still able to close deals following the event and at the event. So you're always going to have people, um, you know, people that don't like what you're doing or they like what you're doing. But that's what a conference is all about. It's all about relate, being able to relate to people and knowing what they're saying. And like I said, like when I talk to vendors that have had a, you know, did not have a good experience from last year, I say, trust me, I know your frustrations because I because I was just as frustrated as you because I wanted to see you out on the expo floor doing what you came to do. But this year, we're pivoting, we're changing it, and I think this is going to make up for last year. I think that we're going to have so much expo time that we're not going to know what to do. Did it cross your mind? You know, at 24 years old, it's your first time doing an event, and you get some negative feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to belittle that by any means or diminish what that can what that can do to a person. It's tough. Um, did it cross your mind to go to Hunter and just say, hey, listen, you know what? Appreciate this. Director of events ain't for me. Or is this something that you wanted to come back? You want to do it better? Where do you fall within that or a bit of both? I don't want to put words in your mouth here. You tell me. I owe everything to Hunter with my with my job and where I'm at. I I mean, I'm, I tell him all the time how grateful I am that he gave. He put trust in me for someone that didn't have any experience and then letting me lead a 3,000-plus conference. That's that's in, that's insane. And I still, <laughs> I'm still, I'm kind of like a, I don't know what you call the, where you don't feel like you deserve to be in this role. And that's imposter, imposter syndrome, yes. I felt that all last year. I was like, why am I here? Why am I, why did I get this opportunity over someone that has years of experience? But I think that it was the learning curve that I needed to not only improve professionally, but inc- but improve personally. And I really needed that in my time, in that time of life. But I knew that there were going to be things that happen that are out of my control, but it's how you react to it. It's how you get better. And, you know, coming from last year to this year, I feel like I, I know what I fully know what I'm doing. And I, you know, last year I did too, but every year I feel like I want to continue to do this. I want to continue to do events and I love RoofCon. Absolutely changed my life. Um, and, I, and I owe it all to Hunter. I mean, he absolutely put everything trust that he had in me. So, the bad experiences that I had, you know, the small bit of bad experience that I had from last year with the with the the vendors um, having to leave the floor early, that does not justify the love I have for the conference, love I have for my job. So I, I just I absolutely love what we do, and I want to continue to make it better every year. Tell me something people don't understand about these events, because from somebody like me, um, you know, we go to either an event like this or a small scale event. Um, Hoffney behind the camera over here will know this. We've done how many events on No Hoff, and every time we show up, how many th- how many times do things go perfectly? Zero. 
percent of the time. Um, we either we don't have a camera that works, or we're missing a cord, or something happens. You know, yep. I have to imagine when you're doing something like RoofCon, okay? Um, there are things that simply, no matter how much you prepare for, you just can't you can't get ready for it, right? Um, I did an interview with Patrick Fingles. We were talking about Leap a little bit earlier. And he said, you know, problems should be expected. They're disruptions in your day. It's how you handle them and what you do with those disruptions. Um, but they're going to happen. You're not going to be able to pull off a roof con without a disruption of some kind. How do you think you're going to handle it this year compared to last year? Because the reason I asked this is you said last year you have some imposter syndrome, right? I think there are a lot of people in their life at various times that go through imposter syndrome. I've surely had it on this show. What do you think you'll do differently this year? How do you think you'll handle problems and disruptions differently than you did last year? With the roof con being your first one, mm-hmm. uh, how has how, how have you grown, and what's going to be different? I'm able to chime in on things um, more so than last year. You know, coming from 2021 when I was the events manager, I never experienced anything like that. And then last year, I never experienced running a conference like that. But this year, I have it under my belt. I have two years under my belt, and I feel like I'm able to chime in and give my input and be able to say, "Well, um, I don't necessarily think this is going to work, but I think that we should do this instead." I'm able to do that. And then that kind of diminishes the imposter syndrome because I know that I have the ability to be able to critically think in these situations of, well, what's my backup plan? What happened last year that I did that didn't work? Um, So I'm able to do that this year. So I feel like I'm more comfortable with where I'm at. And I knew I could do it last year, but this year I know that I have what more of what it takes and I have that under my belt, the experience of it. So I'm able to, um, you know, give input about the breakout sessions, about the timings of it, about they need to be longer with uh, longer um, changes in between speakers so the attendees can come in and out and not disrupt the speaker. Um, so I'm able to do that because I saw that last year, the, the speakers, um, only five minutes between speakers to change. And that just wasn't enough. But, you know, last year we were working with, with what we had with the time and it being just in two days, you know, that was what the best we could do. But this year we want to do the absolute best we can do. So I'm able this year to be able to make those decisions and to back it up with with the facts. Interesting. I'm going to skip around here because I had some questions here for you. But I want to talk about this because there is a negative connotation regarding t- at times from people within the industry when it comes to um, conferences. And one of the negative connotations it receives is whoever can pay the most money is the one who's going to be on the stage and the one that's dictating the story, that's telling the narrative. Um, you know, and to some degree in the past, I would say there's some truth to that. You put in a $10,000 sponsorship, you have an opportunity to speak and to have your voice heard. But I, I think it's important to understand how, how are you looking at speakers this year? You've announced already some of them right now. Um, is this a pay to play game? And what should the average contractor know about this group that you're trying to put in front of them? Because it's got to bring value to the contractor who's coming to your conference. Explain to me a little bit about that process. Yeah, so we, the industry speakers that we have on stage, invite only. We personally handpick these industry speakers. So this year, Ryan Groth, uh, Mike Claudio, Jessica Stahl, Jen Silver, Ryan Groth, Michael Marcial. All of these individuals are handpicked by the RoofCon team, the higher-ups. And we want the— You're hired. Well, I guess so. I guess so I am. But we, we actually announced um, the speakers like a week after last year's event, and um, we, we knew who we wanted. Uh, so those are handpicked. The panels are also handpicked. Those are invite-only. We personally reach out to them. Now, with the breakout sessions, 
those come with a platinum sponsorship. So we, um, the platinums, the ones that, um, you know, they have the 20 by 20 booth, they're a platinum sponsor. They get a breakout session. So, you know, some shows, they, they don't do that, but, um, you know, a lot of shows do. So that's what RoofCon does is right now, you know, maybe next year we'll, we'll approach the, the idea of, of not having breakout sessions included with the sponsorship of thinking about doing something you know, individually on that. But with the breakout sessions, those are just for our platinums. Um, so yeah, so we have the panels and the industry speakers on stage those are invite only. So we really, really want to put the best of the best on the stage and provide them that we know that are going to provide just the most value for the attendees. Yeah. So I, I've, I've taken a look at that list since we talked about it and you've got a great list there. You know, the one challenge I would make to these people is to, these are individuals that do make speeches and they do go around. And I've seen them at conferences and almost everybody on that list. I think I've either had, well, I've everybody on that list I've had on the show. Yeah. And John so, Cenac, John Cenac. Yeah. John Cenac, a name that shingle, I believe. Correct. Mm -hmm. So yeah, awesome. everybody I've had on the show. Um, I think John, I've had yawn. Forgive me. Yeah, I have. <laughs> um, and, uh, I would challenge those speakers to take some time before RoofCon and to, how would I put it, revamp the material that you got out there. Because if you're out there every week and you're speaking to contractors or every month or you're on a tour and you're doing things, you got to bring something to people they haven't heard before that's going to bring value. And if RoofCon is going to give these individuals a platform to do that, then be be authentic enough to go out there and create new content that people can benefit from. Don't give me the same regurgitated stuff that you have at, let's say, a conference for the past three years. Give me something that's going to be that's going to be real and pertinent to the time that we're in right now. And you know, I think that's one thing that that people want and are hungry for. It's new information. It's tactical stuff that I can use within my business. The people you talked about are industry people. So give me something that I can walk away from and go, okay, I'm going to go back and tomorrow to my business or after this weekend, and I'm going to be able to implement something that I heard from, you know, whoever, and it's going to make my business better. Not something that, oh, I've already heard that before, or I've listened to that speaker before last year, they did a breakout session and they're telling me the exact same thing they did last year. If you're going to be a professional and you're going to be a person, in my opinion, that steps on that stage and that has an audience then be someone who puts the time into research, become the professional of the craft in which you're teaching, and bring something to people they haven't heard. Continue to innovate. You've got to. Uh, that would be my challenge to that group is you speak a lot, but give us something new so that people are really interested in coming to an event like RoofCon to hear something great. Definitely. If you are a contractor who watches this episode, first of all, we appreciate it, all right? Now, not a lot of people know, but we started this entire channel because we wanted to give contractors a place to go to hear from other people in the blue collar industries who were doing it right. Entrepreneurs who are out there and making changes in their business and in their industry in a positive way. You know, but this show is truly possible because of great sponsors. And one of those sponsors who has made a huge impact in the industry is Equipter. Um, Equipter is such a unique piece of equipment because there's nothing else like it. There truly is not within the industry. Uh, my friend Aaron over there, who's a founder of Equipter, he was a roofer and he knew there had to be a better way to remove debris from a job site. And he developed an Equipter over years and years of research because he wanted to make contractors the most efficient they could be. 
lugging debris across the top of a roof or if you're a flooring contractor putting it across the entire house it doesn't make sense and it takes time energy money and resources to make that happen why would you not have a movable dumpster that could easily move around a job site removing debris quickly there'd just be no reason not to have it and that's why we always encourage contractors to get on board with equipter get the piece of equipment that's going to pay for itself get that piece of equipment that's going to make your job site the most profitable it can be stop having your people lug debris 40 yards every time they need to to throw it into some old school dumpster there is a better way and equipter is it so please there's a website right across the bottom underneath me right now go ahead and visit my friends at equipter let them know that Patrick sent you I assure you as a contractor you will not regret it you'll buy one you'll buy three and they'll keep on growing with your company and now let's get back to that exciting episode you know with the events that have been emerging um i think that everybody has the mindset that all conferences are the same and it's really just the, the same people same companies um and it's just the same structure and i get that 100 percent. so i think that it is important to not necessarily change up a topic but just change up your presentation change it up and uh i mean there's so much to probably speak on mm-hmm. most like 100%. So much to speak on. So that's, I also agree with you on that because the conferences, you know, they have the representation that they're all the same. And we really want to change that. And we really want to bring something new to the industry. Well, I can promise you this, all right, that if I go, which I will be there, okay, we will do, we will do RoofCon. Okay? Good. You're not allowed to leave the expo for Okay. Yes. <laughs> but I can tell you this, is that this show will be outspoken against individuals who choose not to do that. Um, I can make you a promise because one of the things you're absolutely right that is wrong within this industry is that people and contractors and sales reps and operations managers have it in their mind that everything is the same. And if you are going to be a leader within this industry, then you better do something to fight against that narrative. And if what I hear is the same stuff I heard two years ago at Dimitri's conference in Orlando, and you're still spitting me the same exact stuff, in my opinion, you haven't grown as a leader. you got to give people something tangible they can walk away from. Now, I think the argument against that is, well, it works. It's still working. This is what I'm good at. It's st- people need to hear this information. Fine. You know what? I get that. And that's one argument. I'm telling you mine, which is that contractors out there have the availability to get leadership information across YouTube like no other right now. Um, you know, Roofing Insights and these others have made a lot of these platforms available through video. Um, your, like, let's say, you know, what is it? Uh, Revolt has videos on leadership and everything. So if you're going to bring a leadership conference, then damn, I mean, you better tell me something that's going to change my life. And if you've got that platform, man, you better bring it. Um, because if not, this show is going to be critical because I, I think that we should expect the absolute best from the people that are given the best platforms. And that sh- no one should shy away from that. Mm-hmm. And the expectation should be high for individuals who are on those platforms because if they are, they're really the people that, you, that are, you're using to draw in an audience. So in, in my opinion, there's gotta be a high expectation there. Yeah, 100%. Solar, tell me about solar. Because when I think RoofCon, I think roofs, but solar is a part of this as well. Um, how's that looking? Um, are you gonna have some solar topics, panels? What are we looking at here? 
Yeah. So like you said, you know, RoofCon is a roofing and solar trade show and conference. You know, a lot of people, like when they see the name RoofCon, it's only roofing companies. So we, we attend SolarCon. We're very close with Jake and what he does. Um, so we were there this year and last year speaking to solar companies, um, you know, telling them that these roofing companies that are there, they're either looking to get into solar or they already do solar or vice versa. So we want, that's, that's our goal of bringing solar companies there um, is to just bring the community together because it's all connected. Like there's, it's, it's roofing and solar. It's so important to be able to know how to communicate with the roofing companies and know more about roofing. I mean, you know, if you have a damaged roof, you know, you can't put a solar panel on there until you know, the roof is fit. So it's, it's just, it's, it's all connected. Yes. So that's our goal of, um, of RoofCon is to bring both industries together and be that middle ground. So we, we will have solar companies there that we met at SolarCon, you know, last year we did as well. Last year, I think was one of the first years where we really saw solar emerging in RoofCon. And I feel like every year it's going to continue to grow, um, for companies that do solar and roofing or just do one or the other. Yeah. You know, there are two conferences I look at that I don't think are at holding to one individual company as a main sponsor, yours, and then I have Dimitri's as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I say that because there's not some big manufacturer that sits over um, that sits over RoofCon. There's not a big distributor who sits over that. And I like that fact about it um, because it's not bought. Yeah. Um, so I think you have an opportunity there to bring in education, experience, and value for roofing contractors and solar contractors without having the burden of, we got to appease this manufacturer over here. I think that's a big positive that you all have that should not be overlooked, in my opinion. Um, what's the goal? The, the, the goal of RoofCon. Somebody who comes to RoofCon, let's, let's break it down this way. Obviously, if you're a vendor there, you want business. But contractors are the ones who are going to be attending, um, for the most part. Yeah. What should what do you think the goal is as you step into this as, you know, that Friday before the Friday of what do you want a contractor to walk away from RoofCon knowing or with? I think that everybody's experience is going to be different, but yet a lot of people walk away with the same same experience of they met people, they were able to network, they were able to build their circle and connect with people they would have never connected with before if they wouldn't have attended a conference like RoofCon. So, you know, the team, and we want everybody to walk away with something that they can not only take back to their business and their role as either a salesman, owner, operations manager, but we want them to take it back to their homes, to their families, and be able to grow as an individual. And I think that's what makes RoofCon so different is that we really stress the importance of of growing as a person before you grow as a company because you simply can't grow if you're not whole yourself. And, you know, with it being a trade show and a conference, we really touch on the business side and also the leadership, the team, and the personal development side. So that's why RoofCon really wants everybody to walk away, so contractors, whoever they may be, to walk away with an individual goal that they can implement right after they leave from a three-day event for the whole year and then years down the road. So I feel like everybody's experience is different, but all the same because they were able to connect with these individuals and then learn from the best of the best and how they did it and how they're able to implement what they did and turn it into their own goal. Got it. 
I, I, I'm going to say this, that I really challenge contractors to not do the normal thing of just bring your sales rep yeah. or just bring your VP or just the two of you. Um, I, I will continue at every chance I can to be outspoken against this. Hoffney behind the camera is tired of hearing me say this. Um, what we need more of at these conferences is a representation of whole companies as a whole. Um, I, I don't know too many owners that are putting the nails of the shingle into the roof, okay? You have people that are doing that. There are sub crews that are doing that. There are W-2 employees that are doing that. Um, what we need at these conferences when it comes to attendance, if you want to change an industry like I hear so many people talk about, is you need to get the people that actually do the work to come and to learn and to be better. Uh, you talk about learning and growing. You know, Revolt is helping men and, and women um, become better individuals. But unless you bring the entirety of your team to a conference like this, people don't get better unless they hear the information. You see what I mean? And everybody shows up in their Raptor trucks and they look good and, you know, they go out and the, the dinners and all that stuff is perfect, great, and awesome. But these crews, they see it too. They have Facebook and Instagram. Don't think they don't. And when you show up as a contractor and you don't include those people, it says, hey, listen, you don't care about what kind of person I am. Yeah. You don't care about my leadership or my growth ability. What it tells them is that you're not as important as my top tier sales rep or my VP over here. I need to bring them to this conference so that they can learn from Jen Silver or they can learn from Mike or um, Groth, uh, Brian Groth. You know, that's got to change too. That's where people have to go, hey, listen, you know what? I got to invest in my people. And you know what? It's going to cost you a few more tickets, folks. It's going to cost you 10, 12, 15, 20 more tickets. But I want to see people that put on the roofs, the production individuals out there. I don't know if you're doing this right now, but I, you've got some time. Maybe it's possible. Um, if you had an Hispanic panel um, that you were able to put together, I think that would be a positive thing. I think it would show a step in the right direction. The only other place I've seen this done is IRE. Mm -hmm. um, they actually had an Hispanic lounge where they did Hispanic, they did a, they did the breakout sessions there. Yeah. And so if RoofCon could put something like that together, I think to take a step in the right direction to say, hey, listen, you know what? We understand there could be a language barrier here. We don't want to let that stop an individual who's here from, from getting good information. Because there's a lot of good Hispanic leaders, and I think this is an opportunity to take a step in that direction not to solve a problem, but at least it's a start. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I really believe that's where we begin to change the industry as everybody says they want to, is when roofing owners take that time to invest in the people that are doing the work that allow for the expensive dinners, Raptor trucks, and whatever else drives up there, that's where things get special. Yeah, and another thing that we're doing this year to really, because we want to bring the installers in, we want to bring the crews in, we want to be able to have the teams um, take part in it because, you know, Good. conferences, you know, they get quite pricey. You get, you get travel, get accommodations, tickets. We are doing free expo tickets this year, and we're, and we're sending those out to companies. Oh, and oh, Free expo tickets? Yeah, so the expo tickets is going to give you access to the trade show floor to be able to talk to the vendors. So that's another thing we're doing this year is to make it from last year. We really want to push the expo floor. And we really want to show the vendors that we're doing this and we're doing this to you be able to reach a wider audience and be able to be face to face with people that you would have never been able to. So we're getting in touch with, you know, trade schools, sending out um, expo tickets and because um, we really want to bring just everybody we possibly can and not just have the owners, not just have 
the sales reps. We want to have the people that are the industry, that are the industry and that are making making it happen. I mean, like you have the people that run the company, but you don't see a lot of the people that are actually on the roofs at these conferences. So I feel like that's what we're trying to do this year is um, really bridge that gap and bring more people in. So I you know, I strive for any company that is attending, you know, VP, sales reps to bring your crews because we can give you unlimited expo tickets to be able to fully enjoy the conference. Now, if you're there and then, you know, you won't be able to access the stage with the industry speakers and panels, but, you know, we can always, always upgrade you to GA, but they'll get their foot in the door. They'll get to see what RoofCon's all about on the vendor side. And I think that's, that's very important. I think it's extremely important. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you were doing it. Why don't we lead with that? Let's just lead with you get, you get free tickets on the expo floor and just start, they can start this thing out that way. Yeah. But here's why I like that, because if you're somebody who is, you're on the roof, okay, and you feel like, hey, listen, I, I can do better than this. I want to. I want to be a part of this industry. Um, You've been doing it for a year. And this is a great opportunity to meet vendors and to go, okay, that's the vendor that can do this for my company, or that's the reason we use this app. That's what they do here. Or look at all this tech that's here. Look at the opportunities within this industry. There's no excuse, especially if you're a Florida-based company, that you want to have a crew out there. If you're a sub-crew, you want to come out there. I, I just, this is what, that's when the industry begins to change, is when people begin to take pride in the industry. And it starts not with the leadership of the people, I should say starts. It's good for the sales reps and the owners and all the back office people. Great. I get it. But where it's really going to make a difference is, like you say, the people that are doing the work. And now, that's awesome. Free trade show tickets to get in there and at least meet the vendors that make this whole thing. Very cool of y'all. Um, I've never seen that done before. Yeah, we, I mean, like I said, every year we're getting better and better. And we want to make the best show happen. So year five, we have so much to prove. And we're doing everything we possibly can to make that happen. I think that's extremely admirable of you. Because I don't think there's anybody that would expect that. And so what you're doing right there is giving, in my opinion, more than expected. And applause to y'all. I mean, because that, that had to be a decision that had to be made across the board. And I'm sure that went back and forth between a few different minds. So, yeah, kudos to you. I want to talk about the last few things right here. But one, I want you to walk me through this. We just talked about uh, trade show tickets. You know, you can go in there and meet the vendors and all that stuff. But let's say I am somebody who's got a ticket to RoofCon. And I'm showing up there. It's a three-day event. Walk me through what someone can expect, how this thing is going to look. I know you don't have all the layouts figured out, but will there be breakout panels going here, private classrooms, or what does it all look like when I show up? I'll tell you, we're going to be right back, but this show is possible because of amazing sponsors, all right? And one of those amazing sponsors is Scorpion. If you're a contractor and you've been working with some local marketing company in your region, then please... You owe it to yourself to call my friends at Scorpion. Now, here's the reason why. How many of your local marketing guys, how many of the guys that you found through a friend to build your website can say they have done it for thousands of contractors in every single state across this country? I'm going to give you an example, probably zero. All right. And with that in mind, that there's real power behind what Scorpion is doing. And, you know, anytime you do something, you're probably going to make mistakes in the beginning, right? They did that years ago. And now what they've done is they developed a platform, a template, and everything that needs to happen with your business to make sure it's going to be successful. If you need to optimize your website, you need to have it redesigned and redone. 
you need your SEO and your marketing taken care of all under one roof, these people are your go-to individuals, all right? So please, I'm gonna put the website right across the bottom of the screen right now. They are personal friends and individuals I know that will take care of you and your business. Visit that website below, let them know that Patrick sent you and get everything taken care of under one roof. And now back to that podcast. Yeah, so the expo floors are going to open up at 8 a.m. We're going to have the breakouts kick off at 9.15. Now, last year, the breakout rooms were on level one, lots of walking, lots of time spent for the attendees trying to find these breakout rooms. This year, they're all on the floor. Everything is on the expo floor. So the attendees will have to walk through the booths to get to the breakout rooms because they're scattered across the floor. I think there's six total. There's one in every corner in the middle. So it's, it's going to be perfect for the vendors to be able to to catch these attendees that are going to the breakout sessions. So breakouts are going to be from 915 to 1215, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday on the floor. Um, the expo floor will remain open until 5 o'clock. The Chapin Theater, which is just above the expo floor, so you'll exit the expo floor, go up the escalator. It's going to be right there. We're going to have our speakers on the stage. So um, besides the breakouts, nothing will happen speaker-wise um, before 2 o'clock. So after 2 o'clock, the speakers will go on stage, panels will happen, but the expo floor will remain open. So we'll have dedicated expo hours throughout the day. So if you are a first-time attendee or if you've attended RoofCon before, definitely take advantage of going to these breakout sessions. I think that people find the most value for these breakout sessions. I think that's that's what I hear the most. Of that's their favorite part about RoofCon is just the education that they get. Um, so I definitely suggest doing that and then spending the time to talk to these vendors because that's what makes RoofCon. That's what makes these shows so great is these wonderful vendors that are there. They're giving out free swag. You're learning so much for, you know, what you normally have to pay for that they're offering for free. You're making these connections. I mean, we have, um, you know, the Legion app rep card that we'll be using at RoofCon. There are official registration providers. So I definitely take advantage of that. Um, Network, uh, scan their badges, get their information, and make sure to connect in the Roofing Consoler community group. Uh, there's 25,000 members across the globe in the roofing and solar industry. Join that. There's so many ways you can connect with, with the attendees and the vendors before the event, at the event, and following it. So 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., do not leave the exit floor if you're a vendor, please. And then uh, 2 p.m., the Chapin Theater will open. But like I said, it's completely optional. And then lots of fun stuff. The welcome party Thursday night, the VIP party Saturday night. So it's going to be a good time. I mean, it's definitely packed, but it's only three days. So I love it. The breakout sessions are on the trade show floor, though. Yep. So does that mean if you if you have a ticket to the, the free ticket that you also get a chance to hear the breakout sessions? So we are giving the expo ticket holders access to one breakout session. So we're going to, you know, we're going to keep track of that. But okay. GA, VIP, and Platinum, they're going to have access to all of them. So they can attend all the breakout sessions if they want to. Um, but Expo, you know, they can attend one if they like that one. We can upgrade you to a GA. So you can attend all of them. And what it's going to be, I'm assuming, then, is you're going to put up like those almost looks like cubicle walls around each one of those breakout sessions. So, you know, breakout A, B, C, and then you yeah. get a note from there. Exactly. So and now panels, though. Panels will be going on in a separate area outside of the trade show floor. Yeah, so we're not doing an expo station this year. This is the one of the, as far as I can remember, ever since I've been there, we've always done an expo stage. But this year, we're not We're not going to do it. The, the expo floor is specifically for the vendors okay. and um, for the breakout rooms. So anything that happens after 2 o'clock will be on the main stage besides the vendor floor. Same. And that'll include panels as well. Yes, panels as well on the main stage. 
I, I like this idea. I have to admit, I'm a, I'm a fan. I didn't think, I mean, because what it does, it gives these people an opportunity to hear from an individual. Because sometimes there's two panels going on, mm -hmm. and I like the panels a lot. Because you may have two or three people you like on the other two or three you don't care about. Yeah. Um, but if you've got them going on at the same time, you can't do that. So by putting everybody on one stage, it gives somebody an opportunity to see the people they want to see. Yeah, 100%. Well done, Jenna. Thank you. And I do want to say that the Chapman Theater is limited. You know, there's only 2,600 seats. So, you know, that is a lot of seats. But GA, VIP, and Platinum, that's going to be everybody. So if you're wanting to um, attend the Chapman Theater and then if you're wanting to, um, you know, do at least GA to be able to see these speakers, I would recommend getting your ticket now before we, you know, sell out and you maybe we'll miss out on those speakers because it is limited in there. Yeah, I, I actually agree with you on this one. And, you know, what a lot of times what happens is that you get there and the uh, FOMO kicks in mm -hmm. if you're missing. Was that what's called, FOMO? Yeah, yeah missing out. I think mm -hmm. it's right. And then, uh, but you don't have that opportunity. So I agree with you. If you think that might be you, get the general mission ticket now. Final question for you. Somebody says, you know what, Jenna, you convinced me. I think I'm going to do this whole RoofCon thing. Mm -hmm. How do they get involved with it? Where do they go? And what's the process like to get involved and to get this done now? Yeah, so I would head to RoofCon.com, look at last year's testimonials, look at last year's recap video, see what it's all about, um, be able to hear people's experiences, if they were attendee, a vendor, get their, just get their insights on it. Um, look into the different ticket levels, figure out what's going to be best for you, because you could spend, you know, all the money on Platinum all you want to, but if it you don't feel like it's going to benefit you, don't do it. I would definitely do um, what is going to benefit you the most in the long run. So I would look at the ticket levels, think about um, what your overall goal is with RoofCon, figure out what you're trying to get out of it. Um, definitely tell your team about it. Uh, see what they want to do. And then we also offer group discounts. So we can give you a group discount and then reach out to the team. We can get you a ticket and then we can get, um, you know, get you ready. But I definitely think that watching last year's recap video, listening to people's stories, that's going to be your best, you know, best bet. If you're not a part of the, part of the roofing and solar community, join that. Um, a lot of people attend RoofCon in that group, and you'll be able to connect with them. But I feel like that's a good starting point of just heading to the website, listening to what we're all about, because you can hear me talk all day. But if you see it happen and see the videos, I think that it'll definitely convince you, because we have an awesome videographer that he puts it all together, and it's it's it you know it goes to show. Yeah, you'll do a very good job with the content. So shout out to you for that, for sure. Folks, as we said, RoofCon, November 9th to 11th. Head over to RoofCon.com. Get your tickets here today. Jenna Lawson, her crew, the entire team over there with Revolt, Roofing.com, all the partners that you have. Uh, Scorpion, I know, that's here with us here today, um, put, helping to put on an absolutely incredible event. I am sure that it will be. Um, so thank you very much, Jenna. Thanks for stopping by. And everyone, again, roofing, uh, RoofCon.com. Get your tickets today, November 9th through 11th. Until next time, everybody. Oh, my God.